in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Welcome, everybody, to this special episode of Topic Topic Thunder. (laughs) Well, we're on the lag a little bit because we're, you know, we're doing this uh, remotely. Matt from his place, me from my place. Uh, And so we're going to get a little bit of uh, uh, lag in that way. But we are back to do this. And we are on camera. I think this is one of those uh, first ones that we've ever put out on camera for Topic Thunder, and uh, yeah. if you are, uh, this is for the patrons. Uh, they get this uh, video for them, and so uh, certainly encourage your other friends who are not patrons to become patrons, so they can get the video of this. So we're excited yeah. to answer your questions. But we we opened up the audio to everybody. So I mean, this is a show that we normally reserve for patrons only. But considering everybody's starved for extra just distraction and entertainment right now, yeah. um, it's out. You can you can get the audio for free, but if you want to watch our mugs. It's only for the patrons, uh, patrons, so that way we're at least, you know, giving them something in addition because they're the ones that uh, basically graciously uh, we on their behalf are offering this to you as a free audio. And the show's just for them. And it's all thanks to them. And if they want to participate, they know where they can find the email address over at patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. But for this show, there's a specific email address. You can find it on any of the posts about the show whatsoever. It's always listed in there. And uh, just submit your topics and ideas, and the show, in, just, in, in essence, is they send us something to talk about, and we talk about it, and that's it. Um, yep. Sometimes it's personal stuff. Sometimes it's about movies. Sometimes it's about whatever in the world. Uh, they want to choose who would win in a fight, X or Y. And be like, I don't know, and we sit oh, and talk. I like that. We talk about it. Uh, <laughs> so that's it. It's a show you know, for specifically our patrons, and we hope you enjoy it out there, and uh, we hope you're staying safe and, and washing those hands, and that is a – Keep it six feet away, and you ready to start? Yeah, let's do this thing. Uh, do you want to start, or do you want me to start? Doesn't matter. I'll start. Um, okay. From Mr. Chuck Clark. Hello, John and Matt. Hope you guys are doing well, and hope everyone listening is doing well. I have two separate questions for you guys. John, what's your favorite single by a Beatle from their solo career and or with another band? Uh wow. said mine has got... Uh, Mine is Got My Mind Set on You by George Harrison. Uh, so go ahead and do that one first. Uh, <laughs> that's a tough one right off the bat. Um, what's your favorite single by a Beatle from their solo career? Oh, man, that is tough. It's tough not to choose Imagine from John Lennon that it's such a you know like groundbreaking song that kind mm-hmm. of speaks to a lot of his philosophies and what have you. But I have to say I, I got to default to Paul McCartney. Maybe I'm amazed is maybe the greatest love song exactly. I've ever, ever heard. And yeah. it is just so honest and forthright and vulnerable. I mean, this is a top pop star talking about how love scares the shit out of him in this uh, song. And I think that's so brilliant. And it takes away nothing from the artistry of John Lennon's songs. His songs, Instant Karma, uh, you know, the entire double uh, was a double fantasy album is phenomenal. And I always love listening to those songs. Watching the wheels go around is great. Woman is fantastic. But there's mm-hmm. something about Maybe I'm Amazed that is just so honestly raw that always 
sticks with me as my favorite Beatles solo Beatles song. I, that was my first choice. Maybe I'm amazed. Yep. Then I think I even, might even take Bands on the Run before I take Imagine. Mm, uh, wow. Okay. Possibly even Live and Let Die. I'm a bigger McCartney guy, um, at least amongst the solo. So yep. I those I tend to listen to more often, so I end up enjoying those more. But yeah, Harrison's got my mindset on you. So I, I can't think of anything from Ringo that would even spark to mind. Yeah, Sweet Sixteen is about the only thing I think about when I think about Ringo. Yeah, yeah, I got nothing. Well, with George, I don't, I, with George, I would put uh, what, some Wilburys. What's his What's his first song? Well, what was his first song that he did? Oh yeah, uh, My Sweet Lord. I like My Sweet Lord. I think that's a great okay. song. Uh, and uh, the All Things Shall Pass, I think, is what the album is from, and I, I really enjoyed it. So, uh, what's your What's your question on the thing? Oh, mine's just as easy as yours. Uh, <laughs> Matt, if you could make a perfect one-day musical festival lineup, who would you pick? Let's limit it to a max of eight bands. So my question is, for all the bands that ever existed, pick eight that you want to see on one lineup. That's totally easy. Yeah. Uh, Let's get on it. I mean, who who, who do you pick? It's any band possible in the history. you got to start with the Beatles, right? We just talked about the Beatles. Possibly. I don't know. There's so many different... Eras of fucking music, man. Do I want to see Zeppelin? Do I want to see Pink Floyd or Pearl Jam or Fish or The Dead? Mm. Or, uh, dude, you can just keep going for hours yep. like this. I've never seen DC, the, the Who, The Who. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Just there's countless fantastic bands out there. Who else? Radiohead. Um, sure. Rage Against the Machine. Off my list. Rage would be great. I'm dead. They're going back on tour, but they're not really coming here. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think those those are great choices. Everyone yeah, there's like there's 20 choices. Beastie Boys, I think, would count, wouldn't it? I mean, that's a sure. musical festival lineup. They're a band. They play instruments on some songs. They, they play instruments? Uh, uh, who else? Who are there? Some I'm trying to think of anything. U2, maybe. U2? Yeah, why not? Def Leppard? Would you put Def Leppard in? No, nah, they're not in my old time. Okay, okay. I mean, of those 80s hair metal? Uh, sure. I guess Ozzy would be my choice. And oh, wow. Really? Kind of skirting the line of counting. Now, do you mean Ozzy as himself or Ozzy with Deep Purple? Which Ozzy do you mean? No, no, no. You mean Black Sabbath? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Black Sabbath. Yeah, sorry. It's Black Sabbath. Jesus, Deep Purple. Yeah. But the, there's two different Ozzy's. So. Yeah. Uh, Metallica would be interesting. Metallica, right, right. Yeah, we could do this all day long. <laughs> all right, it's a great question. It's just it is eight bands, and then I literally have to sit down and go, all right. Well, I want to cultivate what kind of atmosphere do I want for the day? Right, uh, right. Very good. And point. then that's going to winnow down because I could just do all sixties and seventies rock bands that I love. Like if you bring Hendrix back from the dead and throw him on that lineup with Zeppelin and the Who, and yeah. The, the Grateful Dead in their prime and, you know, Janis Joplin. Sure, I'd love to see all those bands. Yep. Uh, I don't know. It's a hell of a question, Chuck. I liked it. I like it. It's just, it's a, it's a lot to digest. And I literally feel like I need time with it. Maybe on the next show or two shows from now or something, I will have crafted my perfect lineup. And I'll let you know. Give me some time, Chuck. I will, I promise you, I will craft 
a very specific version and I'll put it out on some show in the future. Uh, no stock. I can't wait to go to it. No stock would be great. Perfect. Uh, what is what does he say at the end? Oh, he just says, thanks for picking my question. I hope when this pandemic blows over, you guys do a show in the DMV, D, uh, DC, Maryland, Virginia area. All the best, Chuck Clark. Let's go Mountaineers. Nice. nice. How about them ears, baby? How about them ears? Uh, he does say, I should clarify, I don't think the pandemic is going to blow over just when shows are possible again. Oh, I think I'm sure people. Can. Oh, is there? A, yeah, there is a second email. I didn't see that. Yeah, one. that's all right. I'm sure people got it. Um, all right. Uh, we'll move on to the Chapman family. Yep. All right. Hey, John and Matt. This is from the Chapman family. Greetings from down under. Just wanted to say hey and wish you both guys and all the top 10 extended family the best during this weird, shitty time. Loving all the content you guys provide. Look forward to a time, hopefully not too long from now, when all of this madness is in the rearview mirror. My question is for this week is, now that sport is clearly off the table for a little while, what other interests or hobbies are you guys getting into during the lockdown? I am taking online lessons, learning the piano, something I've wanted to do for years. Now that I have a little more time to do so, cheers and take care. Cam Chapman. All right, Matt, what are you doing uh, while you're not uh, watching sports? Um. What other interests and hobbies? Um, I ordered a video game, so I'll be playing a video game as my off time. I tried to get it here. It's a Batman Arkham City, which I've got, once again, an old so i got to find. But I never played it. I always heard it was great. And then I looked it up online. Yeah. It was like, oh, it was one of the best. Like, sweet. So I found somebody here locally selling it more than anybody else across the country is selling it for. But I was like, ah, it's local. And I get it from him and he had something else. So I bundled and said, Hey, what about this? Uh, and he was best he could do between the two was take $2 off. And I was like, well, you're already charging $5 more for one game than anybody else. And you're charging like $7 more for the other I'm like, $5 by bundling. And he came down two whole dollars and was like, dude, I'm fucking, I'm out. So I just ordered it online. It actually gets here. It comes from Florida. It'll be here on, um, Thursday, Friday, something like that. But okay. it was half the cost with shipping, half the cost. Right, 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 right. Like That's the dude charged me $3 oh. and $5 to ship, and this guy wanted like 15 I'm like, you just lost a sale, man. This is coming from the other side of the country for fucking half the cost. I hope you sit on that for another eight years. Um, sit on that, son. I'm just working on projects around the house. I'm not picking up any new hobbies. I just got yeah. One project, once the weeding is finished, then I've, I've got to do uh, fix a couple things. And then beyond that, uh, work on a couple bigger projects, building a shed. And then I got to run electrical out to the shed. And then after I get the shed built, then I'm building that laser cutter. And then after the laser cutter is built, then I have projects. After. Yeah, I mean, I wish I could say I'm doing something like him, learning piano or whatever. But the truth is, all, a lot of my time every day is focused on building up the channel, the YouTube channel that I've, because I'm trying to become my own outlet and be sent to the press junkets to cover for the outlaw nation, be sent to the screenings for the outlaw nation. So that's my focus is it's, that's been the thing. And that's taken so much of my time. Honestly, it is so exhausting and so many hours. I didn't know how much time commitment it actually was. So that is my hobby. But outside of that, I'm also working through my Netflix queue because I've had like, you know, so many films on there that I've that I've mm -hmm. like added to the list and been like, oh, I can't wait till I have time to get to it to get to it. And now, 
it's time. And I'm working my way through some films that I've never seen before, uh, and which I've really, which I'm really enjoying that I've always intended to see over the years. So um, that's been fun nice. to be able to sit down and relax and not feel the pressure. Like, oh my God, am I wasting two hours when I could be doing something else uh, and running off to work? No, I can actually get the time to watch these movies. And, uh, you know, Lindley and I are now that she's furloughed, we're kind of figuring out our work schedule literally throughout the day so that uh, neither of us like gives each other shit for what we're doing and understand that we both take the time to kind of like, uh, decompress from the shit we're doing throughout the day. So that's, been, yeah. that's what actually a godsend to be honest with you. So that's basically, I wish I could say something more exciting cam, but that's what I'm doing is catching up on movies, ironically, uh, because to be honest with you, by the end of the time at Collider, I was hating movies. And I don't mean hating them that they don't exist, shouldn't exist. I mean, I was feeling like it was a chore to watch them because we have to cover them, analyze yeah. them, you know, criticize them, review them. And to be I was losing my love for movies. And so if anything's come out of this terrible situation, it's been kind of falling back in love with movies. So that's been great. Nice. Yeah. I, what do you got, bud? You're staying busy through your own way, not new hobbies, but you have. Yeah. You're not just sitting idly by. So that's the key. I mean, trying to get out there and literally do anything. Um, you know, today, once once we finish uh, today, I'm actually going to clean the house because it needs to be clean. And I tweaked my knee yesterday, so I don't really need to be doing anything heavy. I might as well try and rest it. So I'll be productive in other ways and sweep up and mop and do that shit and just try and, you know, basically keep yourself active mentally and physically so that this yeah. doesn't turn into just a fucking slob fest. Cause I already feel like I've gained 20 pounds. I'm sure I've gained. A pound. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I started may, walking. Yeah. Maybe I haven't, but it feels, it feels like it just because I'm, I don't know. I'm in the same geographic location so often. Yeah. My house that's just kind of, I don't know. I don't feel like I'm doing all that much, even though when I look back at the end of the day, it's like you accomplished a nice amount, but it's, yeah, but I just did it twenty feet that way today. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't it doesn't feel as fulfilling. So uh, hopefully we don't uh, do the eighteen months like some people are wanting us to do. Yeah, right. Now we'll see. But, we'll see. Yeah, I understand if that's the it ends up having to be that. I'm just hopeful that we don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thank agree with you, brother. Under, Trust and me. Hope, and hopefully everything down under is fine. You guys, uh, yeah. I have reports out of Australia that sound, sound too dire. And after all the fires and everything, you guys could deserve a break. So hopefully it's going well. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Uh, all right. What's our next one, bro? It is from Jonathan Carroll. Hello. As, Hi, John and Matt. Um, hope that both of you are staying safe and holding up well. Uh, aside from supplies and food, if you'd ask for five movies to provide yourself as sort of a quarantine movie kit to entertain yourself, oh. what would those five movies be? My quarantine kit would be Goodfellas, The Godfather, Coming to America, The Good, The Bad, The Ugly, Back to the Future. Thanks and keep doing what you do during these tough times, Jonathan. Wow. Uh, That's a good question. Coming to America is a good one. So is Goodfellas. Yep. 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 Because it has to be, Uh, if it's it's stuff you can watch a lot. Yes. Yes. So Uh, what? Yeah, I think I'll echo is coming to America as well, for sure. I like that one too. Um, yeah. Any of the Star Wars? Indiana Jones? I take Last Crusade. I don't know if I would take any of those. I've seen those so many times, they'll stay in my head. Um, I don't know. It's tough. Okay. The five, 
because I'm trying to find an action film. I would love to. You know what? God, God, I shouldn't say this. Lethal Weapon? I shouldn't say this, but I would probably put Armageddon on the list. I shouldn't say this, but the rewatchability and the inspiring nature of that movie, for me at least, uh, I think I have to put that on the list. Um, I'd have to put The Godfather Part Two on the list just to have some kind of epic okay. film. To prestige watch. film. Yeah, yeah, some kind of prestige film in that way. Um, shit, I'd have to put The Dark Knight on the list. Uh, that's my... Back okay. to the future choice. I would have to put but the see, right on there. I think I would replace Dark Knight with maybe Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, oh great choice, Matt. Yeah, that's a great choice. Well, because Dark Knight is like what you were saying before, where maybe you nix out something else because you've seen it so many times, like Indiana Jones. I know I'm going to get there with yeah. eventually, but might as well just speed that process up where I've already done that with Dark Knight. I'm fine with either choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like Spider-Verse. That's a great choice. Um, let's see any recent like prestige films that's a good question I mean 1917 is extraordinary man okay. 1917 would be fun to have or Parasite as a yeah, I could do Jojo yeah Jojo I wouldn't um, put Joker in there because that's too depressing it is I can't that's not a I can rewatch over and over whereas the other three yeah. it's like yeah I can put that on I can watch certain scenes Joker I need to yeah. experience yeah um, yeah. I, you know, it's funny. I don't know if I'd run to any of the MCU movies as much as I love them. I don't know that there's. Oh, you know what? Never mind. Thor Ragnarok. I was about to say Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah. That or Doctor Strange would probably be my two choices, but Ragnarok is my clear number one. Yeah, I'd have to put Ragnarok on there. I think that's my comedy aside from Coming to America, but I think that's my superhero movie uh, uh, aside from Dark Knight that I would put on there for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, a, it's a good question. Damn, that's it is a good question. Because um, I think I would oh. take Goodfellas over Godfather. You know what? Maybe I move Dark Knight off the list. I think I'm with you. Maybe I put Unforgiven, the Clint Eastwood Western. Yeah. I think I'd have to put that on the list. I have to have a Western, for God's sakes. It's a Can't good choice. Westerns. Yeah. Yeah, very true. All right. Yeah. I mean, those are, I think we both got to somewhere around five. I would definitely, yeah. I, I think I'd take, I don't know. Maybe one of the Star Wars, maybe not. I, I don't know. I have to think about it. Which one would I want you, would, to be. would you put a sports movie on there at all? Like, would you put Hoosiers on there, or would you put any of those sports movies? If I were to pick a sports movie, I think I'd go White Men Can't Jump or something like that. Because mm. at least that it's still sense. got some fun in it and whatnot. Um, yeah, yeah. Good point. <laughs> whereas the sports movie, any other sports movie, it's just going to be a cliche eventually. Even yeah. if it's the best, if you see it a hundred times, you're going to see the cliches. Whereas White Man Can't Jump doesn't really do that because it ends on such a sour note. It, but it's it true dealer to the people in the, the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, good point. Um, okay, thank you, Jonathan, for that question. That was a great question. Let me Correct. Let me just move on to the next one. We good? Yep. All right. This is from Maurice Robinson. What's up, Maurice? Uh, he said, hey, John and Matt, hello from sunny South Florida, where we keep the beaches open during a global pandemic <laughs> to make her dollar or two from spring breakers. Insert embarrassed emoji here. I've got a couple of questions. So again, feel free to break them up if need be. Uh, His first question is best celebrity story you have. If it helps, you don't have to give the celebrity's name. Best celebrity story you have. Oh, interesting. Uh, Do you want to answer that one or do you want to jump into the next? Um, I'm pretty sure I told the DiCaprio blowjob story on the show, didn't I? Oh, you have. You have. Yes, you have. Uh, Um, Yeah. I've trolled the Andrew Dice Clay story. 
uh, yeah, pretty much other celebrity other celebrity stories. Pretty chill. I haven't run into too much madness. Yeah, by and large, they've been nice people. Yeah, um, yeah I would say so too. Uh, well, his second question is: What do you think about this NFL offseason with all the moves? Anyone besides Brady really stick out to you? Any of the moves besides Tom Brady going to the Buccaneers? What do you say? I mean, not really. The writing was on the wall with Gurley, so that wasn't surprising. The you know the cap hit that they're going to take that was, I guess, maybe Stephon Diggs, and the fact that. Uh, he he managed to get that kind of haul, and then um, Hopkins didn't. Or Hopkins, yes. like, that one to me was ridiculous. And the Texans, I don't understand what the fuck they're doing. But yeah, it's hard to compete with TB12. Yeah. Well, that's the one that I would say is the one that sticks out to me is the Texans move because it really speaks volumes about Bill O'Brien. Like, this guy – not only was he already in a hot seat, he decided to put gasoline under it just to make sure that it burned right through his skin. So I, making this trade for absolutely almost nothing for a broken down third down back like David Johnson my, yeah. is mind-blowing on so many levels. And then when you hear about the fact that this was a personal thing between him and DeAndre Hopkins and the management of the Texans said, yeah, it's okay, trade this guy for literally pennies on the dollar – shows you that there's a real dysfunction down there. And if I was Deshaun Watson, I would get the F out of there as soon as possible before they get me hurt and end my career. Yeah. Because they don't look like they understand what they're doing. And they no. got to the playoffs, and they had a good team, and they blew it. And so for me, De- losing DeAndre Hopkins is not the way you you know, go to the next level to try to compete with teams like the Chiefs and the, uh, dare I say it, the Titans and other uh, juggernauts that were coming out of the AFC. So to me, this is – a huge step backwards, and I don't wow. understand what the Texans are doing, and it says terrible things about the Texans. We'll we'll see. I hope the Titans manage to replicate next season, but that was yeah, just a ground game. I mean, that was that was Jim Brown level fucking ground yeah. game. So I don't know if if they can do that next year. That's awesome. I can't wait to watch because it is you know is a runaway train at certain times. A man that large just flying down. Usually, for on the Texans side, when a wide receiver they have said like a divorce like this. I normally go, ah, oh, what's wrong with the receiver? But to me, this is all the Texans. This is them just oh yeah, not understanding how supremely talented that guy is uh, from an outsider's perspective. But he is a legitimate threat at all times, like few other receivers in the game right now. Um, yeah, yeah. Deshaun Watson's stock just fell precipitously. And uh, I'm not sure what, I mean, they they so drastically overpaid for a guy that's going to be a journeyman running back and out of the league in three yeah. years, guaranteed. Guaranteed. And I don't. I wonder, I, yeah, and Matt, I wouldn't put it past a team like the Texans to be doing this on purpose so that Watson's numbers go down and they think they can negotiate a, a lower contract that's, for him. I wouldn't put it past a, an NFL team doing that ever. I was. That is yeah. That is one of the dumbest reasons I've ever heard. Invest. Yeah. Winner, it costs you money. It costs you money, but that doesn't come around all the time. Not everybody's the Patriots, so right. Your window in any kind of championship contention is very small, unless yep. you have a transcendently good quarterback who can keep you, you know, legitimately in it year in year out. Exactly, uh, and that's rarefied air. So yeah, yeah. I hope they're not doing what you said because I already thought the Bill O'Brien hire was weird, and then his tenure has been 
weird and mixed. Yeah. Even if they made the playoffs, I've never bought into any of these teams. And now they, they jettison. They're probably arguably second best player behind J.J. Watt, but J.J. can't stay healthy. So I don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah, yeah, good point, man. Um, okay, well, we're at the 25-minute mark, I think. Uh, do you want to do one more or do you want to, do, do you want to wrap well, he's it up? Well, he's got one more part on third question. question. Okay. And then All we'll right. just we'll close out after that because uh, you got a heart. good. I do. All right. His third question from Maurice Robinson is with us all self-distancing and staying home. Now I really have been thinking I should have gone to more movies when I had the chance. I've been trying to think of the best movies I've seen in a while by category. What was the last best drama, comedy, action, et cetera. You remember seeing in a crowded theater. I'm liking the new format guys with you back on camera. Keep up the, keep up the great work and stay safe. LLT one zero S. I appreciate that. Maurice. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, the best, the last best drama I saw in the theater. Oh, good question. You had to say what, 1917? Uh, Because that was your favorite movie of last year. Yeah, I guess so. I guess that's a fair point. Yeah, 1917 was such a great experience in the theater. That's probably the last best drama I saw. Comedy, it's been a while, I would say, since I saw that. I mean, Uh, I like the, the, the good boys or whatever. I thought that was funny. See, Jojo Rabbit to me made me laugh harder than a movie has in a couple of years. Fair enough. Jojo is a great comic. But what about good. action film? Go non-superhero. Is there just a straight action Ooh. film in the past couple of years? Uh, Doubt to you. Let me see. Let me see. I want to include. I yeah. <laughs> well, otherwise, you just go right down Robert, the list of John action films. John Wick 3 was fantastic. It John was Wick fantastic. Three. That knife scene, that knife fight. Was so fantastic. Um, it reminded me of the raid. You just saw just fast action on top of fast action that looked quasi believable, and my body's my mind's yeah. reaction eventually was just to start laughing. Yeah, because you just you don't know how to react to it. It's just yeah. so insane. You're just like <laughs> you couldn't process. And you're like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, this is awesome. It just like this, it triggers some primordial. <laughs> you know, latent part of your brain that you don't use as often anymore. <laughs> That's very true. Very, very true. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. What about yeah, rom-com? What's the one. best, the best rom-com? Oh. Scene? What do you mean? Like in the theater? Yeah. I can't think of one. I don't know. Uh, let me see here. Best 2010s rom-coms. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, let's see. Uh, what do we got? Uh, about time was great. Big sick. The big sick was good. I liked that. Uh-huh. One. Would you call uh, that? Well, I mean, they are. They do get together, and he yeah, yeah totally in the movie. So I'd say it's more it's dramedy. Funny. Oh yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, about time is probably a dramedy as well. A lot of people like Long Shot. Did you see Long Shot? A lot of people. It was all right. It. it was good. Okay. It okay. wasn't great or anything. I. I was expecting more when everybody was, you know, singing its praises so hard, but mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. it's nothing wrong with it. Okay. Um, there haven't been that many strong ones, to be honest with you. Um, I like Scott Pilgrim, but I don't know if I consider that a rom-com. It's kind of a... Plus, it's not that recent. Right, right. It's a superhero film, kind of. Or, I mean, comic book film, rather, kind of. Yeah. Uh, Crazy Stupid Love, does that count? Yeah, I would say that counts. Okay. How about Silver Linings? 2015. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. That's it's been a minute. I, I didn't like, I didn't love Crazy Rich Asians as much as everybody else. Uh, there were some holes in that plot and yeah. some of the dialogue that I was like, eh, okay. Um, yeah, there hasn't been that much, to be honest with you. I don't want to say, look, I liked Last Christmas. I know no one else liked it, but I thoroughly fucking enjoyed the hell out of Last Christmas. So I'm in the minority in that way. Uh, I, I had a sweet time in the theater with Amelia Clark in that movie. So I'm a sucker for British shit and I'm a sucker for Christmas shit. So it just worked on me uh, on so many, le- for me on so many levels. So I would have to throw that in the mix. Yeah. At this point though, she's kind of snake bitten when it comes to movies. I don't know how much longer she really is career. You're right, Matt. You're absolutely, that's why she needs to get into that superhero shit. Yeah. She did that star Wars movie, but she needs to find a way into a superhero movie, man. That's going to set her up for the rest of her life. If she can figure out how to get into one. Yeah, I, I think it'll just be another return to TV and some some other big project or something along those lines. Because yeah, so far everything she's done on movies is either hasn't been good or financially just was not a product that did yielded a good result. I'm thinking of Terminator. Yeah, uh, yeah. But she's had a few where you're like, oh shit, there's another clunker on your resume through no fault of your own. I'm not saying right. this is her fault. Like she's making, you know, it's her fault. That the movie is not good, right? Right. Yeah, I don't know, but that's a, um, maybe rom coms will have a resurgence after this. People are sitting at home, you know, experiencing all this with their partners and whatnot, and it's going to lead to yeah. uh, more divorces, more babies, and more rom coms. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right, well, let's wrap it up there. Thank you, Maurice Robinson, for that last uh, question here on Topic Thunder. He asked three of them, so we, you know, we squared you away, son. Uh, you can't complain. Um, thank you all so much for uh, downloading this episode and watching this episode of uh, Topic Thunder. Matt, anything we should say at the end here? Um, no, our thanks to everybody that supports us at Patreon to make this show possible for all the free uh, feed individuals. We we can't thank you enough, and we know that um, times are tough out there, so your continued support of the show really means the world to us. And it does. It, it, you know. So everybody out there, thank you. Stay safe. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this week's show. You can follow me anywhere at Matt Nost and uh, check out my other podcast, Embrace the Hate. And for those that want to participate in the show, once again, just go to patreon.com forward slash the top 10. And if you're eligible, where you opened it up to $5 and above, you can find the email address on anything that has Topic Thunder in the name. That email address is listed there. Uh, but we can we can put up another post with it on there so it's new, it's fresh in the feed. And uh, that's it for me. Hey, oh, all right. You can follow me at the Roka says on Twitter and on Instagram. And of course, please come and subscribe to my YouTube channel as well. www.youtube.com slash John Roka says go and get involved in all the stuff we got going on there. And as Matt says, I echo the same thing. Take care of yourself. Be safe. Be healthy. We want to see you uh, keep going with us down the road and staying a part of the top 10 show. Uh, and that's it for this week's topic. Topic Thunder. Thunder. Take care. Thunder.